And now, two guys and a grill. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome to another edition of The Barbecue Show. I feel like it's a holiday edition somehow, yeah? Stunt, but I don't know why. It just feels that way for some reason. Anyway, uh, The Barbecue Show brought to you by Stunt and Jake. Hey, it's us. It's us. That's what we do. We bring, it, we bring it to you each and every week. There we go. Uh, another fantastic guest today. Yeah. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. The holidays are here. And we've got uh, Sean from S&B. Yeah, S&B Barbecue. Somebody who started lo- loving barbecue like you and I do, like so many of us do. And this is one of those guys who took it to the next step. Uh, catering. So I think yeah. he doesn't have a bricks and mortar. He doesn't have anything he's selling on the market like sauces. Mm-hmm. But he's got a catering joint. I think it's kind of fun to learn about these guys and what it takes to get to that next step, you know? And well, in this case, SB is him and his wife. And mm-hmm. what's it take to go to the next step with your significant other? That's uh, there's something to be said for that. I mean, a lot of us like to think, you know, uh, oh, you know, my wife, my spouse, uh, my best friend, and we're a team. And but when you become a team, like 24-7, 7-7, that, uh, <laughs> that can be a challenge. Yeah, it can. I Absolutely. Mean, and that's, you know, that's, I'm not even taking a shot at anybody or trying to make a joke. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, we all understand that there's a, there's definitely a fine line you got to walk there. Yeah, yeah. You got to walk the line. Somebody should write a song like that. I'm sure there's one out there. I walk the line. That's good. I like that. I'm going to work on that in my spare time. Uh, at any rate, Sean is here, and uh, we'll chat with him coming up in uh, our second segment. And catering's tough, too, Stunt, because you... Um, you're really rolling the dice because you know it's like if uh, if if you slip like if you run a restaurant and you're like oh man I think I I think I gave that steak a little too much oomph yeah you know and and now that one guy's like yeah man my steak's a little over you might get a second chance yeah that's a bummer but if you blow it for 200 people that's yeah. 200 people that are upset and they might not be giving you a second chance at all yeah or no. you just you know what would you rather do make one person upset or make 200 people upset yeah. Well, you know me, I say go big or go you, home. Yeah, you would. And I, would. I mean, each week some could argue that we make everybody upset. I would probably call ahead. I'd be like, listen, you 200 people, I'm going to do my best to honk all you off. So if you can call your friends and family, I prefer to get to four or 500 if we could. Be prepared. Here we go. No, in oh, all man. seriousness, no, that is a uh, that is a bit of a challenge for sure. So I'm excited to talk to him. Um, let's see. What have you been up to? What'd you a do over beautiful week, huh? It's ridiculous. Sunshine near 60s there that one day and. Uh, it's December, so there you go. I, it's, there's no need for this. Yeah, this is this. Al Gore was right. No oh. <laughs> global warming. Here it is. Oh, so hot. It's warm. Yeah. Well, you like wearing your shorts, so you want to know something funny? I've worn pants all last week, every single day, five days in a row. I wore pants on purpose just to be that guy. <laughs> just to be the pants guy? You somebody, mean normal person? Yeah. Somebody asked me about it in the radio station the other day, and I said, "Well, don't worry." The first day we hit below zero, you know I'll be in shorts. You'll be back to shorts I'll then. Be, I'll be back to well, shorts. We'll see what happens. Until then, I'm protesting. <laughs> this is my this is my uh, is my peaceful protest against the heat. Well, there you go. Oh, all right. Um, something happened this week since you're asking. Yeah. What's um, up? Is beautiful weather? Did she, I, say, she said yes. What? No. Don't oh, do that. No, okay, don't sorry. play the game. <laughs> um, no, we had this. So my smokers. We talked about this. The electric smokers are pulling or blowing the circuit. On the house or on Correct. the garage. Yeah, yeah, I'm curious. And we've we... tried it so many times. And so, if you didn't notice this week, I stole the generator from work. <laughs> 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 and I made a whole big batch of stunt munch. Okay. So, the smoked Chex Mix I create. And uh, I did that for, uh, for a client slash also some for us and for the holidays. So, uh, but I nice. need to get it done. So, I'm like, well, you know what? Let's just go ahead and borrow this and 
At the I, risk of uh, at the risk of sounding like an adult or one of our engineers here in the building, isn't there a concern as to why the you know maybe we want to look at the root of the problem, <laughs> not just treat the symptom? You know, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> But it worked just fine at the other house for how many years? Oh, right. And so I think this is just a more sensitive GFI outlet. Okay. Um, did talk to an electrician. They said there's probably a short inside the smoker. And mm. there's stuff dripping down on top of the coils. I mean, that's probably what it is. It could be him. Yeah. And I'm not going to go in there and scrub it out because I don't need it soap on the side of the smoker. And it's just fine the way it is. Here's the other thing that uh, most people, and I was obviously speaking very tongue-in-cheek because the real thing here is the victory in that you found a way to improvise and overcome. That's absolutely right. There Steal was a, from work there was or a borrow problem. from work. There was a problem. You found a solution. <laughs> is there is there stunt much? Yes, there is. Mission done, accomplished. Done. That's right. Absolutely. The, you know what? Uh, I do the Strength from Service podcast, and you know what the military guys always say? The mission comes first. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well done, we sir. got it done. Well done. Um, That's awesome. Plan for the weekend. I was hoping yeah. tonight, actually, because there's no no game plan for me and the girlfriend this weekend. So to this evening, I'm going to grill a T-bone. Oh, Picked nice. up a ginormous T-bone from Schmidt's Meat Market over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had to just sit in the fridge waiting. So... Just a waiting. It's funny. I did T-Bones this week also. Did you? Yeah. Um, was good. This is one of those classic Jake things like uh, the wife, steaks on Sunday. I go, yeah, for sure. And so after a long weekend of uh, black tie galas and such that we had last yeah, yeah. weekend. Ew. We were all dressed up last weekend. Yeah, it was, uh, well, it was rough too because I had to go to a hot tub party the night before. You had to go and to a hot there tub was some, party. And there was some deer hunting in there. <laughs> Then, All these things I had to do. <laughs> Poor guy. You wanted stuff. Out here living the dream. So then Sunday rolls around, and I said, we were like, let's skip the steaks. <laughs> I think we ordered takeout from somewhere. So we did steaks Monday, and it just so happened. And I was kind of frustrated that it happened this way. It just so happened that the 16-year-old's boyfriend was coming over for dinner Monday. Oh. And it just so happened that I was making T-bones. Not cool. That I was supposed to make for Sunday. Now, I'm like, well, I hope he doesn't think I was making T-bones for him. <laughs> Not trying to impress you, yeah, kid. Yeah, listen, the rules, are, this, the rules are supposed to work the other way. You're supposed to try and impress me, <laughs> not the other way around. So, I love it. But... Uh, uh, but I did them. I didn't want to screw them up either. Yeah. So I did them on. I uh, did them. I did them on good hardwood, hardwood lump charcoal. Even oh, oh yeah, I went all out. That's so nice. Okay, were, yeah, they were delicious too. Good. So uh, it was tasty. But that was that's really been about it. And then um, pheasant hunting here in the next couple of days. And try to get that. Uh, try to get as a bird. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got to talk. We got to do a show about smoked birds one of these days. Smoking uh, duck, pheasant, goose. Uh, even turkey and chicken again. Yeah, turkey, uh, we don't chicken. need to talk about the turkey specifically, but for that smoked turkey, I made. Oh, I did that last week too. I smoked Sand the turkey crane. and ham for uh, um, for our friendsgiving. That's right. Yeah, and yeah. Um, the turkey turned out fantastic. Spatchcocked it, and it was delicious. Nice after brining for twenty four hours. Very impressed with the turnout of that one. Um, I want to do chickens that way now more often because they're cheap. Ten dollars yeah. for a bird that you get you everything you need. Yeah, we uh, we do a lot of chickens. We, you know, we lo- we like to do uh, we do a lot of the uh, the beer can chickens, yep. which are delicious. Uh, the rotisserie is good. But are you um, are you ever going to go back to doing a full bird, or will you spatchcock everything from now on? <laughs> um, I don't. Know. I, th- I feel like it cooks so well. Yeah, with spatchcock, I, I really do. I think you, what happens is you take a lot of the the gray area out. You take a lot of that uh, that wobble room. Or is it done in this corner of the bird and that kind of stuff? Right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Because you've got a you've got a much more consistent cooking thickness and surface. And I agree. if you're smoking, you've just got more surface area to absorb smoke. Yeah, which I think is I a, think important. The key as well. we're doing. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's definitely important. So, um, speaking of Schmitz, yeah, we picked up some uh, Schmitz Wagyu burgers. Wow. Hunting at the in laws with with friends. 
not leaving the wife at home, taking some of my friends going to my in-laws' house to pheasant hunt. And so uh, Friday nights at their house is always uh, burger night. Nice. So when we get there on Friday, we're going to do uh, Wagyu burgers. I like that. So we can do them a little a little nicer. <laughs> then you know, it's out on the prairie. We got to have some fun. But anyway, um, we'll we'll work on that. So, but right now we want to talk uh, more catering. That's which do I that. think is fun because it's a it's a different aspect that a lot of us don't get into. Uh, maybe you've always had a dream to get into it. Maybe you thought I'm gonna avoid it like the plague. Uh, <laughs> we'll answer a bunch of those questions when we talk with Sean from S and B Barbecue after this. Stick around for more of the Barbecue Show right after this. Welcome back to the Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. All right, welcome back to the Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. And our special guest today, as promised, Sean from S&B Barbecue. Sean, welcome to the Barbecue Show. Hey, guys. How's it going? Going real well. I want to start. Uh, we want to get the whole story. But first off, uh, are, is there a B and you're the S to S&B? <laughs> that, that is correct. Okay. My partner is my wife, uh, Beth. How'd you pull that off that it's not B and S barbecue? <laughs> How'd you get your name first? Yeah. Amazing. That's the I don't that's way to go, man. Yeah, I mean we we played around with the name a couple times and it just sounded right going going the S and B the S and B route. I think you're right. S and B has a nice ring to it. And BS barbecue sounds great, but then also it came with a little bit more condemnation of oh, is this what is this? BS yeah. barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Let's just say we barbecue all of the bull. <laughs> 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 I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah, it just happens. Good. I can't stop it sometimes. I just can't stop it. So, all right. So, start at the beginning, Sean. Where were you born? No. Um, how did you How did you get started? You guys are based out of where? We're, we're out of the Mankato area. Okay. And uh, truthfully, how I got started was I, I just told my wife I was interested in getting a smoker. And she kind of got the whole family to pitch in on a, on a birthday. And... Uh, uh, got me a uh, Weber Smoky Mountain Grill. Oh, nice. Um, okay. Sweet. Well, how long ago was this? That was 2013, 2014. Okay. And so that that came on my birthday, and the first thing I did is I bought, you know, 10 racks of ribs. Way too much made. <laughs> and, uh, just uh, cooked, cooked ribs the whole day, and uh, started the passion, and I've been experimenting since, you know. Yeah. Going from meat to meat and just having fun. Well, a lot of, I mean, a lot of props to you from really just, I mean, you started about the same time I started. And so the fact that you have taken it from a enjoyment of a backyard thing, you want to try it out to now running a barbecue catering business is, says a lot. Yeah. That's- yeah. We've, we've definitely grown, grown a lot and we've, uh, we've, uh, done a lot of trial and error together and, uh, it's, it helps that I'm obsessed with it. I, I, anytime we're traveling or anything like that, I'm always taking her to different different barbecue restaurants. Yeah, you are part of our barbecue community. Yeah, yeah you're uh, you're you're one of us. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> fits fits right in. That's for sure. What are you barbecuing on now? How many smokers do you have currently? Uh, I have four smokers, um, two Weber Smoky Mountains. We have uh, a pellet grill um, and. I have the the big grill that I cook on for our business. It's oh, that's a, on the trailer. Yeah, it's a, a trailered reverse slow uh, custom built smoker that I got made in Minnesota. That's cool, outstanding. Now, did you you made that yourself, or did you did you find someone to do it for you? Uh, we 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 found someone to do it for us. They're up in Moorhead. Okay. Okay. 
and uh, they they build they build good smokers. And I, I did not know that was a custom job. That's cool. I know there's a handful of uh, custom shops around that do those sort of things, and that's why I was curious if it because I think at some point, um, do you find that that the triaging your time and, and prioritizing your time is really important? It is. It is. You know, when, when it's just uh, the me and my wife uh, when we're cooking together, and you know, sometimes just myself, and so uh, being able to prioritize what, uh, what is, can get done quicker, you know, what, what, uh, what unit I need to cook on is, is important. Well, you, so you tell what unit you cooked on everything else. You went from backyard barbecue guy, 2014 ish. And what made you this make, what made the jump to going, I think we should go professional with this or not professional, but you know what I mean? I we started catering business. What where along the lines did that come across, and you guys thought we could do this? Well, uh, so Beth, she has a lot of uh, experience in uh, serving large groups of people because uh, she used to work over at uh, Axel's Bonfire in the Country and Suites. So she was always working in the, gotcha. the banquet side, and um, I, with my passion and. Uh, learn just wanting to continue to grow it. I was I was cooking for families, you know, parties. Um, I was just constantly cooking for everyone. Uh, we just you know had a heart to heart conversation. I, I told her I wanted to take the leap. Uh, we ended up you know just casually looking looking online, looking at different kind of grills and what would work best for us. And then you know we contacted that company and. Uh, uh, they they gave us a really good deal on on the on the trailer smoker and we, we we just decided to take the leap and go for it. There you go. Wow. Okay. That's a big leap. Now, is this is this your full time gig or do you still maintain a regular job on the side? So during the busy season, which is steadily increasing, it used to be just like June to October. Uh, we I, I'm pr- I'm pretty much just doing barbecue, but I do I do have a part time. Uh, bartending job that I work at. Oh, not a bad gig. Yeah. Awesome. Good to do that on the side and talk, sl- sling some drinks, talk some barbecue at the bar. It's not a bad gig it, either. It's great. I love, I, I'm a very talkative guy, so I love just talking to my customers and, you know, being able to spin in different, different barbecue related topics between, you know, rubs, seasonings, little how to's on what worked for me, you know? Yep. Sure. Now, I think a lot of people want to know, you know, our show's fairly cooking-focused, you know, flavor-focused, I guess would be the way to look at it. Um, Did you find, because I I think you see this a lot of times where people, they have this really extravagant recipe, and then when they take it public, they realize that, A, that recipe takes too long to, to practically cook for a lot of people, or B, it's too extreme one way or the other, and they have to kind of mellow it out a little bit and make it a little more moderate. Is that something that you've had to contend with or how, how is the, the flavor part of it running for you? That, that, that's a hundred percent true. Um, you know, I, whenever we break out a new item, I I'm constantly doing R and D on it to try to, to try to make it as, as great tasting as possible. Worst but, gig I, ever. I have to do R and D on my barbecue company. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> I was just going to point out, Sean, that anytime you use the word R and D, it makes you sound like a pro too. Like you're just, you're like the CEO of this massive company that has R and D and and smokers on trailers, and so you, you know, obviously you're pretty highfalutin. Uh, <laughs> well, you know uh, yeah. the yeah. 
the a lot of the ingredients is simple is the way to like a lot of my dishes simple is the way to go there's right. there's not 20 different ingredients in, in any of my stuff and uh part of that is because i, I want to be able to uh, make the dish uh quickly and you know you know ma- make sure that i can keep in line with my timing of everything Right. It's it's a lot of different moving pieces when you start, especially when you start catering for a bunch of people, a bunch of different meals uh, yeah. to kind of make sure you're kind of making it like like Jake already said, I guess, using the best of your time and to simplify your recipes. And however you go about doing that is a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Now, when you do you do a lot of catering. Do you do food, the food truck kind of on location stuff, too, as well? Yep, we're we do about 50 percent uh, caterings and then 50 percent food truck events um, where we set up in a tent right now we're we're remodeling a food truck we're hoping to be in that this spring that's super exciting can i ask how big a food truck it is or yeah so it's it's a 14 foot vending trailer um and uh i got a i got a cool deal on it so it came it came from a gas station that had it all wrapped up in their gas station logos and we just put in some plumbing updated electrical on it and uh just finishing up the licensing for it I love that's, that idea. Yeah, that's that's really nice. Uh, you, you're living my barbecue dream, really, as you guys have made this leap. <laughs> I'm not sure. As much as I talk about it and want to make this leap, I don't know how to go about it. So, I, I mean, I have ideas, but the way you guys have kind of gone about it uh, sounds pretty exciting. Because you got to get more licensing and everything else just to start catering, too, right? Yep, you do. Yep. It's it's I. Uh, I, I have to fill out a lot of paperwork every every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what the lady friend would have to be helpful for me. And that's what I was just going to ask. So, as a, you know, obviously you're partnering up with your wife, and you guys do this together. Does she have a full time job that helps kind of support the uh, the lean time, so to speak? Yeah, she does. She she works full time at uh, Chankaska Creek Winery, and uh, uh, she also puts in plenty of times outside of that. She's she does our marketing. She's my sous chef. She's she's a jack of all trades. That's you, you, which is impossible to be successful without that, uh, that that support and that that extra, you know, helping hand, so yeah. to speak. So you got, it sounds like a heck of a team, though, the way you guys got to put all kind of put together and um, and the way it continues to work. Now you mentioned the food truck, um, you know, and making a full complete jump to the truck. Is there plans to go bigger than that? You know, maybe someday two trucks or uh, more catering or bricks and mortar. Yeah, you, you know, all, all those options are up in the air. Uh, we're we're kind of we took the slow and steady approach, just kind of feeling out how, uh, people are, uh, receiving us and how, how our food and, um, hospitality is, is going in the community. And every year we've seen increased sales. And so any of those, those three things you mentioned is, is still a possibility. We're open to anything right now. Just kind of seeing where it goes. Talking about being received to the community. I mean, Barbecue folks, for the most part, are pretty honest. So, how when people would give you feedback, what what are they saying? Uh, uh, good, great things. You know, this year we've we started bringing out some new items. We just started doing pork belly burnt ends. We did a national hot chicken sandwich, and now that we're starting to bring out these new items, we're starting to get a, a lot of our customers asking for the new items. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, now I'm going to take you back again. You said you did ribs. Like the first thing you did. As you've transitioned to adding all these new items, what's your favorite thing to smoke now? Like, just not even for the business, just yourself. What is your favorite thing to barbecue? It, it's 
the tried and true, the, the ribs. Yeah. I, I keep going back to them. Um, you know, uh, I, from the first time I did them to how I do them now, uh, it's probably gone through three or four variations, but I, I love them. I love you. I love just taking a bite into, you know, big meaty ribs, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I always say ribs are probably still my favorite no matter what because of all the different ways you can experiment with it. Yeah, because I, that's probably my biggest problem is I have yet to land on a, uh, method or a, or a flavoring that I love every time. I'm always just experimenting to see what else we can do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's the, the experimentation. I think that that's kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, the kiss of death for a lot of, because uh, I think everywhere you go, there's a lot of guys like uh, like you, quite honestly, Sean, who said, I want to take this to the next level. But when you get to the next level, you almost have to put that experimental side of yourself a, a, a away a little bit. True. And you have to work on the consistency because it has to be the same Every single time at every single event, um, whether you're in the tent or you're in the truck or you're uh, working out of your your own kitchen at home and just delivering it, uh, did, did you find that to be kind of a little bit of a a, a handcuff, if you will? Well, so that one when I was talking about this with my wife, we absolutely uh, wanted to execute our dishes um, to try to make them the same every time, and with. A, with a caveat on that, if if I do something and for some reason I think it tastes just a little bit better, even though I'm trying to repeat the process at the same time, we, we, we try to figure out what I did differently and do a tiny tweak to it. But we, for our business, we, we, we stick with the same recipes for our mains every time. And then right. when, when we cook at home, we that's when the experimenting starts to happen again. Right. No, you can still do that at home, but yeah, like Jake said, serving it up, you gotta be you gotta be right on task with the the, the same food every right. single time. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think of that because it's you know, it's and stunt can attest and we were you know, you guys were both just talking about it. I mean, uh, a Sunday at my house with ribs, the ribs are gonna have a slightly different flavor and texture and mm-hmm. everything is a little bit different every single time because, you know, I'm cooking for the fun of it. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, everything yeah. just kind of every there's a lot of roll with it that takes place. But the best part about <laughs> this, as you say, you're cooking at home, you're still having fun with it. You start this catering business, you're, it's your job now, but it's still your passion and you're loving doing it. Mm-hmm. And if somebody sees you out and about, and they they know you, you two are always enjoying enjoying it a lot. So, yeah, and uh, one of the things I love. Uh, Talking to people uh, either at my bartending job or you know at at our stand is they'll walk up to us and they'll they'll be you know pegging me with questions and advice on how to cook things and I just I just love that I love talking to people on how to cook barbecue food and you know trying to figure out what what hiccups they're experiencing and trying to walk them through that and so it's one of the best parts of the job honestly just to be for us to be able to talk barbecue with people like yourself so yeah and i think you answered uh, excuse me i think you kind of answered my uh, next question Sean i was going to ask if it does it feel like a job yet because i think sometimes these that's what happens yeah nope uh i i still absolutely loving what i'm doing uh we're uh part of it is you know still being able to cook delicious food but just seeing the community enjoy it and you know talk about it and you know, there's so many different aspects to it that just it, it's not it's not even close to a job yet for me. That's awesome. <laughs> That's what uh, that is. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, what it's all about. Uh, we can't thank you enough for the time. First of all, for uh, taking some time out of your what sounds like a pretty busy schedule. No kidding. To uh, to join us and uh, talk a little barbecue today. But uh, good luck and uh, best in new adventures. Although I don't know if luck has anything to do with it. <laughs> well, thanks, <laughs> thanks for having me, guys.
Thank you. Appreciate it, Sean. Take care. All right. Take care. There you go, Sean uh, from uh, S&B Barbecue. So and him and his wife, wife, and that's a hard t- type of, sometimes. You know, you need you need that support. But doing it with your spouse, you know, sometimes it adds a new <laughs> a, a new challenge, a new it's, element. So. It often, so, and it's funny, some families just thrive on it, and they're amazing with it. Mm-hmm. And others are like, this is a bad call. It sounds like they're doing really well, though. Yeah, it does. It That's great. And, I, you know, like I could, my wife and I, like, we, we struggle when we curl together because we, <laughs> we just argue. But when it comes to the, when it comes to cooking, She's got the things that she does well, and I know the things I do well, and we just, yeah, just go. Works out. It works out really well. So, uh, and it sounds like it's working out great for them. So make sure you, you take a look and check them out next time you see them out and about, and uh, enjoy some S and B barbecue. And don't forget, it all started on his back in his backyard, just like the rest of us did. So yeah. you know, it could be something that maybe you want to do get yourself into someday as well. But you got to keep cooking, stay at it, experiment, and have fun. I'll go fire that thing up. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook.